now live and on lockdown. Are you ready? 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 Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, and across the globe. Listen here. You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast on Hearts on Live Radio with your host Fraser Ramsey. Hi, this is Afia Letha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders on HeartsongLive.co.uk. And good evening, welcome to another edition of Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders. We are live on Facebook Live via Hearts on Live web page, page, Facebook page. You're gonna like it. So if you just search Hearts on Live and you'll find us. We're also live on heartsonlive.co.uk. Uh, you, you can check out the website if you're just listening for the audio. If you want to watch me in the studio while I'm interviewing my guest, you're welcome to do that as well. But welcome to another show. It's Saturday night. It's uh, ready to rock and roll. Hope you had a good week. Um, it's now the weekend. It's amazing how quick they come by. And uh, the countdown is on. Pretty much the best part of nine weeks till Christmas. Our time is flying and uh, it has been a quick year to say the least. But uh, hey, it's been a quick year, a quick three weeks since I got back from America. But it's, it's like where have three weeks gone? And I'm thinking, good grief, it's uh, crazy how time flies. Um, but hey, well, you've got to get back to the grind at some point. You can't uh, work has to happen. It doesn't uh, stop for anybody really. But um, but hey, well we're we're here. It's another episode of Hearts on Live. We have my guest is Tequila Adolf or Adolf. Uh, I will get the pronunciation right eventually. Um, but she will correct me. Um, she is all the way from Houston, Texas, uh, in America, and uh, she's going to talk about uh, a little bit about her, where she's from, her growing up, her struggles with postnatal depression, and still struggles with it a little bit, and uh, a little bit regarding her life and growing up, and a little bit what she went through, and how with her family is also had involvement through sort of through her cancer, etc. But we will find out about that uh, during the course of the show. We have uh, music from um, Lisa Moen and Benita Charles, which will be nice to listen to, some good trusty tunes. Um, and we are sponsored by KingdomBeads.com, by Ephia Lethem, who's designed these. You can check out Ephia Lethem.com, well, sorry, KingdomBeads.com. And you can, uh, if you get interested in buying, you can get 10% off. Um, if you quote Unleashed, and you can buy these beads. If you're looking to be a, have a sponsor for your radio show or something, you can contact her through her website, uh, kingdomeads.com. So, yeah, so let's get on with the show. Let's, uh, let's start. It is Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonlive.co.uk. It is Saturday night. And I welcome my guest, Tequila Adolf. Welcome. How are you doing? Hi, Fraser. Good evening, and thank you for inviting me onto your show. No problem. It's a pleasure. So, um... Tell us, what, how's your day been so far? What's been happening? Where you are six hours behind us with it just going two o'clock? <laughs> yes, my day is amazing. I am in Houston, Texas, and it is 2 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. I am attending a three-day conference on domestic violence, um, domestic uh, violence awareness um, from physical abuse, mental abuse, financial abuse, sexual abuse and harassment. Okay, so how's that going? Is it uh, quite well attended? Yes, yes, it is very well attended. Last night was happy hour. Um, today we had a morning prayer breakfast, and I had to sneak out during um, a sermon of one of the, the preachers that were was in attendance, but um, it's a powerful day, and then tonight we have the award ceremony um, and honoree dinner. Cool, fantastic. So, um, so what are you missing at the moment by being on Hearts on Live? Um, it, it was just the end of a, a of a sermon. Uh, okay. One of the, the the ministers were there speaking, and I um, and then we have like intermission. Cool. So about seven at night. So there's a break. So I didn't I didn't miss. Okay, that's cool. That's good. I appreciate that. Well, so let's dive right in. Tell us, um, tell us about your life. Tell us about where you grew up, uh, growing up, etc., and the things, just how life was, and just start with that so people can get to know you. Okay, how's growing up? <laughs> First of all, I have to start off with my name. It is pronounced Tequila Adolf, like the drink. Um, my mom said she loved that name. 
and whoever she was going to marry, her first daughter name was going to be Tequila. And she said that since she was a teenager. So that's the story. And I don't ask her anything else because that's my mama. I don't, I don't okay. too much from her. Um, I was born in Eastern Michigan. Um, it's west of Detroit. A lot of people don't know it, so I kind of, you know, just say Detroit, but it's initially Inkster in Wayne County. So um, my father is from Texas. My mother is from Michigan. And um, they met uh, through her best friend, my aunt um, Opal, which is my dad's sister. And they got married within a year. They had me. And they have been together almost 50 years. Wow. It's a long time. Keep going. Okay. Um, my family moved to Houston, uh, Spring, Texas, in 1981. And I grew up in Spring, Texas. Um, lived here the rest of my life. I have my four children, ages 27, 18, and twins that are 17. They'll be 17 next week. Um, married to my husband, Willie Adolph. Mm-hmm. We've been married. It will be 19 years uh, this December 31st. We got married on New Year's Eve, 1999. Wow, that's good. <laughs> good going. New Year's Eve. What, why did you? What made you do the 31st of December? Um, I freaked out. I was pregnant. Right. And I told him that I was not. I refused to go into another year pregnant and not married and so that Monday of the last week of the year of 1999 I called him at work and I said I want to get married and my husband said okay (laughs) and and, um, he said find out what you need to do and I said okay and (laughs) that next day I said we're on your lunch break Uh, we're going to meet at the courthouse by your job and we're going to get married and we're going to call our friends and our family and whoever can show up that Friday, mm-hmm. which was December 31st, 1999, will be at our wedding. And um, the reception was at Papa's restaurant in Houston and they had to pay their own food. And we had to be home before midnight because I had to be at work the next day at Jan- January 1st. Wow. So- <laughs> That's positive. Interesting. I'm very controlling. <laughs> I tend to be very controlling <laughs> to get what I want. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Well, so, quick, quick wedding to say the least. I suppose it's uh, <laughs> no, no no expense spared. <laughs> no. And, and, we, and we've been together for 19 years now. <laughs> well, years now. it doesn't take a fortune just to get married in the last 19 years. <laughs> Hey, there you go. Exactly, exactly. So tell us, uh, so that's well, tell us about me growing up because you did mention previously we've had a chat that you went through some struggles as a teenager and you went through through a bit of a touch of domestic violence, didn't you? Yeah, I um, have personal ties to domestic violence, and majority of it it was through personal experience through my teenage years. I was um, gang raped at the age of 14 in the 10th grade Um, still dealing with that issues unfortunately God is working with me (laughs) okay Um, and then um, that led to uh, trying to fit in um, with high school friends and um, you're fading out a bit there so you want to come closer to your do you hear me? Ah, you came out, you faded out just about completely. So if you can come close to, as close as possible to your microphone, that would be appreciated. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. You just went literally faded out completely there, just about. You want to get... Okay. Okay, so um, uh, like I said, I got gang raped at the age of 14. Um, so then I was dealing with issues of fitting in. Uh, I was an awkward teenager, very tall, very skinny. Um, I weighed a buck of five at the, and I'm, I'm probably the same height. I think I was five, eight, five, nine, really tall, right. um, young lady, um, nothing in particular, no fancy clothes, no fancy hair, just an average teenager, 
um, trying to make friends. Uh, unfortunately, um, it led to some wrong decisions. Um, my senior year, I, um, I met a young man who um, I thought was my world. And I did everything for him and didn't realize that it wasn't being reciprocated. And um, when I did things wrong, um, I got hit. Okay. I got uh, verbal abuse, um, physically abused, sexually abused, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever he wanted to do. And I kept quiet about it because he looked good. How old were you? Uh, <laughs> and this was all happening. My uh, my parents loved him, so there's no way he could be bad. Right. Um, because you know my parents liked him. Okay. Know? Um. So I stayed in and out of that relationship for about four years, uh, through my early uh, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Right. Okay. Um. He did abuse me uh, while I was pregnant. Um, I was pregnant uh, from a one-night stand, so it wasn't his child. Right. So that was part of the abuse. And, um, you know, it was, it was to a point where one of our fights, um, he threw me out of the apartment. And it was a, a two-story, I mean, like, we were on the second floor. And um, that was an apartment that we were living in. And um, I went to a phone, and I called my best friend from um, sixth grade. And I told her, I was like, okay, come get me. Because I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know, because back then, we didn't have cell phones. I don't even know how I got contact with her but I called her and she came and got me and we went back to the door and he opened the door and he was like I told you you know you need to come back later I'm not I was like I said well let me get some of my things um and some of my daughter's things at that time um I had uh you know my three-year-old daughter right and um I said let me get some of my things and I'll be back later because I know I've, I've hurt you. Because then again, I'm still with bruises on my face and knocked downstairs. I was right. telling, I'm apologizing to him. Telling me some of my things. And, you know, I got my girlfriend with me. And he saw, he knew, he knew my girlfriend. And he, and he said, oh, hey, what's going on? And she was like, nothing. Let her get us stuff. And he was like, sure. I don't, I don't even know what's the big deal. I mean, just like totally clueless. Right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I got my stuff and never came back. And uh, from then, you know, I, you know, just continued to just take care of me and my daughter and her father. If he cho- chose to be a part of it, he did. And then eventually he came around. But um, it was not anything mandatory. I, I knew then that I was strong and no one was going to treat my daughter or treat me like the way I was treated. Um, so at the age of 25, mm-hmm. I started working for hotels. Before that, I was in the restaurant industry. I used to attend U of A, University of Houston in hospitality. Right. I do uh, recognize that customer service is my net. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran a hotel, became a hotel manager for three years at the age of um, 26, wow. 26. And, um, and then I uh, eventually married my husband and settled down. And like I said, still having that, those controlling issues. And, um, and then I got pregnant, like I said, I was pregnant mm-hmm. and I got married. And then I got pregnant again the following year. So um, as being a controlling person, mm-hmm. that was something out of my control. So um, instead of seeking out help or, 
you know, realizing that I, I did have a problem, um, I fell into a deep depression. Right. I gained like over 40, 50 pounds that did not leave. Um, and then, and I went on roller coaster diets, um, and which led to deeper depression, <clears throat> to um, medication, to going through days where I can remember falling asleep and not waking up until the next day. Okay. And this was the norm for my children. Did you, well, the guy that you left uh, from obviously the he, when he pushed you down the stairs, was he's the guy that was involved in the gang rape that you went through, or was that some, somebody else? Uh, no. The gang rape was um, four individuals from um, a neighboring high school right. in North Houston. Um, the guy that I was in a uh, domestic abuse relationship was with um, a guy I met at a restaurant. <laughs> okay. And just thought he was cute and uh, kind of hooked up with him. Yeah, two different people. Right, okay. Did there any justice come to the people regarding the rape? No. Right, okay. That must have been hard. I didn't I didn't I didn't tell and um, matter of fact they had got around to the school that I had slept with those individuals and that I had wanted to sleep with them and that one of them um, were uh, had girlfriends and the girlfriends wanted to fight me because I slept with their boyfriends. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so um, it never prospered as anything as justice, um, and I think that's probably some of my issues of unforgiveness, right. because I never did accuse them at the time, so then, you know, it was all it was all on me. I shouldn't have been at that place at the right time. I knew I, I didn't know the guy as well, so I shouldn't have never, you know, been in that situation. Right, okay. So I blame myself. And as a 14-year-old girl who was really good in school, I was not a dum-dum. Right. <laughs> I had good grades. Everybody liked me. I always smiled. And I kept everything in. So, so I'm guessing rather now due to the depression that you've gone through, this is it kind of slowly coming out? Yeah, I am. Um... I uh, take medication now. I have um, friends and counselors that um, support and help me. Uh, and my outreach is, uh, my platform is definitely mm-hmm. geared towards depression in women right. and uh, young girls uh, because of my experience. And I, um, yeah, I'm very blessed to have the platforms that I have um, through T-Chats that I uh, speak on God's word um, to uh, to the public. Okay. Hello. What would you so touch on more about your struggles with depression because you're of it with since you're talking about the postnatal side of things, but what would you so take a wee break so, uh, we can go into a bit more uh, just to give you... Um, we're gonna play a, a bit of cheap. We're gonna play a music by Lisa Moen, um, which is um, "All I Ask of You." Great wee country tune. Lisa Moen is a country artist in Canada. Uh, I'm not even gonna pronounce the poor she is because it's uh, yeah, it's in sass. What I can't pronounce it. I gave up every, every time I try and pronounce it. But she's in Canada anyway. But she's in the west part of Canada. But uh, upcoming artist, country artist, great, and part of the Ramsey Unleashed Network. Uh, great music, and it's great to be able to have her music and play it. So we will be back after this with uh, Tika Adolf and Tequila Adolf, or, and uh, we will chat a bit more regarding her story um, after this. We'll be back shortly. Seemed enough 
Scotland's must-listen-to podcast on heartsonglive.co.uk, your inspirational station. And welcome back to Ramsey Anthony's Going Beyond Borders uh, on heartsonglive.co.uk, interviewing uh, Tequila Adolf. Just a shout-out to people who are on Facebook who have been watching. Um, I need to look at the screen because I'm looking at my iPad so I can read people's comments. But, uh, yeah, th- thank you for watching, thank you for tuning in, thank you for sharing. Uh, it's great to see the studio we're in, Hearts on Live, so you see what we, d- what I do every Saturday night when I'm interviewing her, uh, and, and what, also what Aloha does as well on her rise with Aloha, who created Heart- started Hearts on Live. She does her shows Monday to Friday. Uh, we also to shout out to the people who support us through kingdombeads.com. All the people who are uh, supporting Ramsey Unleashed, the community, the guy our cook report, um, EileenSmith.com, Ideas Go Live, EdmundDusters.co.uk, all these um, thank, big thank you for all the support we get from people around uh, in Edinburgh and around the world as well. And we thank you and we're very grateful um, for them and many, many others. So it's great to have your support in what we do and we thank you for it. Uh, but we're going to kick back off... Um, with tequila, you still there? You still cooking, cooking my gas? You still alive? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not like some right. That's it. I've had enough. I'm going home. <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh, my name right. That's good. <laughs> that's cool. Well, tell us. Um, obviously, it's, after your obviously what you've been through regarding the domestic violence and obviously the rape ordeal. Um. You've you've left the guy. You're pregnant. You've got you, you've met your husband. You've got married. Is this the one the, the, your husband that you married on New Year's Eve because of you're pregnant, or is it the, the, the second one after that? Um, because I was pregnant. Uh, the one um, he's actually uh, we've known each other for years, and um, I just I I did not want to. To be not married, everyone else was. Okay. Uh, there wasn't, um, you know, I was pregnant. I had his child. Um, you know, he, I wanted to get married. Okay. Like everybody else was getting married, and I wanted to too. <laughs> okay. So t- tell us. Okay. Okay. So tell us when. Of well, tell us. Was it this? When did your postnatal depression start? Was it when you had this child that you you were currently carrying, or was it when they down the line? Um, I think the depression started with, uh, when I was pregnant with my twins. Right. Um, I realized that within, within a year, um, I, I couldn't go back to work. So things start spiraling out of my control. So I, um, you know, I had to figure things out. I had to depend on my husband now instead of trying to work on myself. Um, and I was in an instant family. I had a husband to take care of. I had four children, and I couldn't work. I couldn't um, go back to the hotel because for what we both were making, there was no way we could afford childcare. So um, I think not having control not knowing what to do, being overwhelmed with the instant family had a lot to do with the um, beginning of my depression. So I uh, chose eating. I started to eat a lot and then just, you know, took care of my household. Um, Many of times I can remember um, having, so sad, thinking back, you know, having my nine-year-old when my husband was at work and having my nine-year-old help me take care of the babies and stuff and or I would just go into the room and go to sleep and she would help watch the kids right 
And, um, you know, oh, my God. You know, I just sit back now and just like, oh, my God, I'm so awful. But and she did it. And I I slept. I slept the days, plenty of days I slept away. Uh, plenty of days my husband, um, you know, would, hey, you want to go out? Hey, you want to do this? Let me do this for you. Um, and I wouldn't want to do anything. Uh, there were, of course, happy times. We, uh, we owned a nonprofit for basketball to help children get basketball scholarships. Uh, H-Town Basketball Association was created and we helped um, many young men and women um, get basketball scholarships and we did um, amateur uh, basketball tournaments um, during the spring and the summer mm-hmm. months of the year. So it was, you know, there was busy times. Um, not like I said, when at my pit of depression, mm-hmm. I didn't know I was depressed. Right. I just knew that I was tired of life. I points felt overwhelmed, and I knew I didn't like the life that I was living. Right. So, um, what was your next? So, when you, I mean, what triggered to go forward or to correct what you're doing? Um. Like, like, how did I get out of it? Yeah, well, well, obviously you're saying you're at that point where you realize you're not liking what you're you're going through, the life you're living. Did you? Was it a bit of a wake up call to realize how can I start reversing this process? Well, um, the wake up call was um, because I was close to two hundred pounds, and my typical weight was at the before pregnancy of my second child mm-hmm. um, my typical weight was around 120 130 right um, I was almost 200 pounds well wow. so difficulty in breathing um, loss of energy I was already tired all the time didn't want to do anything um, my back aches and uh, just a whole lot of issues that my body wasn't used to um, you know affected me. And then uh, my dad, he pulled me to the side and he said, something is wrong with you. <laughs> okay. You don't look right. You gained too much weight and you need to snap out of it and get yourself together. And um, by saying that, it kind of just kind of like put a, put like a thing, a thing on me and it's like, okay, come on, you know, something's not right. And um, so I started working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and losing weight, uh, I became a, a fitness instructor, personal trainer. Uh, I helped others on their fitness goals. And, um, you know, life was getting back on track. I was losing the weight. I was doing well. I was making new friends. I was getting out of my shell. Mm-hmm. And then um, because I had sheltered my kids for so much and taking care of my husband and my kids, the change and the, the difference in me kind of had an effect to where my kids started acting up. And it's just, again, I was at an overwhelming state where I did not like the life that I was living. And um, unfortunately, it does sound like I'm ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Um, as of every day now, you know, I do recognize I am grateful of the life that I have and the life that I've lived in the past. But, um, yeah, I just, I didn't want it. And so I put my hands up and I started back eating and I gave up again. Right. And that was, I guess, about two and a half years ago. And um, once that happened, I started gaining the weight again. I started... Uh, really uh, sleeping days away. And then it started affecting my kids. Uh, My kids went through bouts of depression and um, unhappiness. Uh, I started fighting with my husband. Mm -hmm. It was just spiraling out of control. 
Those are good. Really serious issues. And so, because you said it when it started, how old are your kids? I mean, you've got you've got four kids. You're saying so. Who's the, the oldest? The youngest at the moment. Uh, my oldest child is 27. Right. My um, second one is 18. My oldest child, the one that that did all of the work for me and right. kind of like went through hell. <laughs> okay. She is a doctorate. She got her doctor's degree this year from mm-hmm. Purdue University in chemistry. Sweet. And um, and then my 18 year old, she uh, graduated this year and she is now um, graduating from Army boot camp wow. uh, in two weeks. So Sweet. we're going to her graduation. And then I have the twins in the household, and they're 17. Um, and they'll, they'll be graduating in the year 2020. So they're, seven, they're 17, yeah? Mm-hmm. So there's only a short space of time between their older sister. Oh, yeah, very short. Wow. I had, <laughs> I had her in the year 2000, and then I had the twins in the year 2001. Wow, wow. Yeah, I was literally kind of like pregnant for two and a half Years straight. <laughs> Crumbs. <laughs> yeah. So, tell us a bit before we go into a bit more detail. Tell, you've obviously got a faith. Um, tell us a bit. How did you? Has it always been there? Or have you, or did you become? Uh, did you find it later on in life? Well, um, I was raised in a Pentecostal church. Right. My mother and her best friend, my dad's sister, or Pentecost. And so that means they had the long skirts. They, um, she always wore dresses. Um, I don't know if she got into that religion or she was before, but um, she never had, to this day, my mom still doesn't have her ears pierced. Right. It's just like, you can't pierce your body. That's in the Bible. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, you can't have tattoos. You can't. I mean, she's so freaked out about that stuff, but I love her. Mm-hmm. Um she, uh, so I, we were always in church. So we grew up in church. Um, we came to, to Houston and, uh, my dad found a church for us and we attended church, um, in Acres home. So we're, um, my family has always been in the church, um, to the point where when, um, I turned 18 and moved away out of the home, right. I was just like, I'm tired of church. Okay. And, Sure, what did church do for me? Because, you know, my issues in high school, my personal issues. Right. So I kind of really doubted my faith in Jesus. And um, I slacked off. And then eventually, you know, I visited different churches. And then today I am a member of Second Baptist Church in uh, Katy, Texas. Cool. So how long have you been going there? Mm-hmm. The Second Baptist Church. Off and on, uh, our family has been going to Second Baptist since we moved to Katy mm-hmm. uh, since 2002. Okay. <laughs> yes, Dr. Ed Young. So, obviously, you're still going through depression. Um, you're still having struggles with it. I mean, how do you find out with what you're going through? And regarding your faith, how you, is there any conflict that you still having? I mean, what sort of kind of battles are you having within yourself? Uh, yes. Uh, unfortunately, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not an on and off switch. Um, I have, like I said, I do have help now. I have people surrounding me, um, you know, with love and patience. Uh, I been told to uh, I went on a retreat so that mm-hmm. helped a lot right. uh, a, a spiritual retreat and um, at that retreat it kind of taught me that I needed to have my own personal relationship with God and not what my parents or my family does or, or anything I needed to have my own personal relationship with him and know that everything that I've struggled with and done in the past that He forgives me and that he loves me so much that he's brought me through everything and that he's allowed those experiences to happen to me. So maybe I can have a story to tell, to share with someone else. We'll take a wee break. I'll give you a time. Take a wee slight. Thank you. 
That's good. Well, they got. I mean, our playing our team. We got a song, our song called in "Never Ever Give Up" by Benita Charles. Um, if you are listening to this on Facebook Live um, or via the Hearts on Live video uh, on the website or the app, we hope that you maybe you can watch listen to the podcast afterwards. Uh, you'll be able to hopefully you'll be able to relate to this or maybe share it with somebody who might be able to um, who might need to hear this what we're what we're talking about today. But we'll be back after a song never ever give up. Uh, so. Uh, it's by Benita Charles, so we'll just take a small break. We'll come back with Tequila and have a carry on with the, with the story and what's happening and how. Also, where you can reach out to Tequila afterwards, and we're, if you want to connect with her in some way or form. Uh, but we'll be back after this. from kingdombeats.com proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on heartsonglive.co.uk you are tuned into Heartsong Live Radio Edinburgh Scotland's number one online Christian radio station Welcome back to Ramsey and Leach going on borders on heartsonlive.co.uk and say hello to everyone who's watching on via Facebook. I don't think there's any volume coming through, but we apologise for that. But hey, at least you can you can go direct to the website and listen to me live uh, for the last 20-odd uh, minutes. Uh, or you can tune in via the TuneIn app on Hearts on Live or Hearts on Live app itself. You can download them. Um, a big shout out to just people who are, uh, support us through uh, ideasgolive.com. 
Uh, you got the Gary Cook report from the Gary Cook World podcast. Uh, it's Gary Cook himself. EileenSmith.com and to shout out these people who support what we do, we support them. It's always good to have them on board. Um, but also just to thank you to Hearts and Live, obviously for we, we, how we are growing and developing as a station, a community, and globally. And we aim to be inspire people through stories like Tequila Adolfs and many many others through what we do. Also through my show, through Arise with Aloha, and many many other shows that are on through run through the station. Uh, you can tune into it's played 24 hours it's internet based so it's global so you don't, you're not stuck to where you can listen to it or listen to us um, but yeah thank you for all the support that you give us and we've got many things happening and going forward and it's exciting uh, so just keep tuning in and finding out what's happening and what's going on uh, or check out the website you can also buy t-shirts if you're interested we have our Hearts on Live t-shirts Rise with Aloha Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders ones you can get any colour you want if you're interested just uh, drop an order, drop us an email, get in contact, go through the website. We also do hoodies and zip hoodies and other stuff as well. And if you're looking to buy Kingdom Meads, go to kingdommeads.com who sponsor us. But yes, we'll be back. We're back with Titika after, um, how are you feeling? Great, great. Cool. I was, um, so let's continue a little bit. Uh, you're kind of, yeah, your faith and you're starting to find... You've kind of now starting to find God for your pers- own personal way. Um, how are you finding that now? With how you're, how you, are you finding that's helping more with your dealing with your depression going forward? Yes, it helps. It helps out a lot. Um, I I realize now that uh, I don't turn to others. You know, I I look to Him and. I know that's it. Kind of sounds like, oh my God, you know, I look to Jesus. But when you realize that He's your all in all, and no matter what you're going through, He's still there with you. He carries you. He's going to bring you through. It's an amazing feeling, and it's something that I'm I'm very um, very glad to have, and especially this time in my life where. You know, things are still happening. My kids are not perfect. My marriage is not perfect. I feel personally my body isn't perfect. Okay. You know, there's there's things and issues that I've continued to go through that um, I'm just at a better stage in my life knowing that, that God does take care of me. Well, you obviously, at present, you're taking the time out involved well, you know, at a conference, which is obviously to support people who go through domestic violence, but also, I'm sure, there'll be people who have gone through stuff but go through depression as well through it, like yourself. Um, yes. You're obviously, re- do you want, I mean, is your passion to try and, think, well, obviously through helping others, you hopefully will, in time, slowly, you know, what was the word I'm looking for, healing in yourself, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you find that you still? You, but you do. You, I mean, obviously, you, you were saying. I think you were, you were saying you've been on medication for a good while now. Was, was it seventeen years or something? Or uh, the medication just started. Just started, uh, right? Okay. The past two years. But you've uh, been depressed I for about. Went through a depression state and right. really just didn't acknowledge it. Okay. You know, to seek out help or doctor for. Okay. It kind of was just like. I'll deal with it. Okay. What's your, what kind of, I mean, for you personally, what kind of stuff are you really trying, I mean, knowing the stage you're at and how, what you're looking to do, what, um, do you want to try and be free of this completely in time? Yes. Yes. And I know it, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to take a lot. It's not going to be overnight, mm-hmm. but, um, that's the ultimate goal because I see how it has affected my children mm-hmm. and, you know, in not a good way from my eldest uh, to my 18-year-old to, you know, even my twins right. in some form not having their mom fully healed and around like a normal mom. You okay. Know, that right there, uh, I know it has an effect on my children and that's why I'm you know adamant on helping others because they think okay well I'm in my room 
that has nothing to do with my child. You know, I'm, I can handle this. And really, they can't. And um, it affects the children, and it continues to grow to where the children get depressed and they fall into, you know, the wrong relationships and have self-doubts on themselves. Okay, when you... It's not even their fault. Yeah, when you um, start to feel having a, you're having a bad day, um, what, what do you what what's your process to try and avoid having that bad day, or to try and keep yourself as motivated as possible? What do you do? Um, I find myself now I have to do different activities because I have been self-employed. My husband and I have been blessed to be self-employed um, for the past. Uh, 16 years um, where we haven't depended on the job and just God's grace and mercy has kept us through uh, by living in the same house, the mm-hmm. same area, being together and all of that. So, um, you know, I, can, I have the, the craziness that I can go to sleep mm-hmm. and, and no one would know and no one would really care because I don't really have anybody to to, um, you know, that saying, hey, you got to be here at work or whatever. Right. So I, um, you know, I find myself getting involved in a lot of activities and I reach out now to different people. And when I do disappear, they'll reach out and say, hey, what's going on? Where you at? <laughs> yeah, that's good though. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um, another thing that I recently got back into was um, going online daily. Uh, making myself accountable on spreading God's word on Facebook and Facebook and Instagram Live. Right. How have you found that so far? Huh? How have you found when you're going live and you're connecting with people on when you're going live and sharing God's word? How, how have you found that uh, personally helping, obviously uh, impacting in other people's lives and to yourself? Yeah, it's awesome <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, it does, it does help myself because I, um, I have to really stay in the word and really, you know, ask God for clarity, you know, before I go online, before I pick up the Bible, before I read scripture and, um, my relationship with him has gone stronger that I can be able to say, you know, tell his word. Um, you know, maybe on another level where it's not, and this, 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 where it's in a more relaxed, uh, a relaxed arena where um, different people get to get to hear God's word okay. instead of saying, "Oh, I got to go to church in order to hear this," or "I got to be around this." They can they could freely, hey, I like her vibe. I want to be like that, and in order to be like that. Is because of God's grace and mercy. So they they would want to have His grace and mercy mm-hmm. because they like that kind of life. So that excites me, and that what keeps me going about going online every day. Cool. Just quickly, touch on the, your involvement. Well, you've never had cancer, but you've got family members who've been had cancer. Tell us your involvement with that, supporting that. Yes, um, a lot of my family members um, had cancer. One of my aunts had, uh, she had three different types of cancers in her body. Um, Unfortunately, she was a victim of domestic abuse. So there was a lot of things that was hidden and wrong in her body that we already knew about. Like, you know, family secret, everybody, you don't say anything, that's what happened. Well, um, I guess her body was hurting so much. She had forms of cancer and, um, and she had died from cancer. Right. And one of the cancers was breast cancer, um, on my father's side. And, um, on my mother's side, her sister, um, had breast cancer and she, uh, survived it. And, and, um, she had her breast taken off, um, very positive woman of God, and uh, she was like my aunt that I was closest to. Right. And she passed away last year. 
not from breast cancer, but just right, okay. <laughs> other issues in life, growing old. Right. Um, and then uh, I think what really hit with breast cancer was I have um, a cousin, my, uh, my mother's uh, sister daughter, who's the same age as me. We're like literally two two weeks apart. Right. And um, she found out that she had breast cancer. Hmm. And that's when I realized, oh, my God, this is really close. She's the same age as me. Right. And actually, I'm older than her. I'm, I'm two weeks older than her. You know, and um, and she went through chemotherapy. And she uh, is a cancer survivor. And I'm just super excited and and happy for her since uh and then she walked her first breast cancer walk um last weekend so cool. i love you sheila but um so it's very personal to me a lot of my friends have gone through it um i have always been an advocate of breast cancer because of my family and um participated in several walks and given donations to breast cancer and other types of cancer that's good fantastic give us a so where can people connect with you and if they want to obviously i want to just chat connect make it relate to what you're going through in some way or form and okay and also what's your kind of goals what do you want to achieve going forward now from where you're at now in your life um Right now, I would I would think my goal is to to just reach out to people to get them to speak up. I um, I like I said I did a lot of time being alone and saying everything was okay. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my goal is to reach out to those that um, that say they're okay and they're not, right. and to tell them to get help. Uh, you know, by me still having issues in my past from teenage years that it's brought into my relationships of feeling unworthy um, in my adult years, you know, it's, it's, it's serious and it has a lot of toll and effect over everyone that I, I encounter. And like I said, my children, I felt really, uh, you know, got the you got the raw end of the stick. Right. Uh, you can, I actually have um, an ebook cool. that I, um, you know, just a, a little quick ebook um, mm-hmm. th- of some tips that I use to, to get out of depression. Right. Um, along with, uh, you know, my relationship with God. And, um, do I, do I tell you how to get the ebook or yeah well, 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 yes please please tell people where you can find your e- buy your download your ebook or buy it and where people can s- connect with you and what we'll do is we'll have all these notes showing the links to where people can buy your book and where they can connect with you in the show notes on the podcast afterwards so that uh, you can easily connect with tequila um after the show um and re-listen to the podcast if you missed anything um which is what you can do um and we thank you to everyone who has been listening live and via, uh, obviously, who will be listening on the replay on the podcast. Uh, but, yeah, just say, tell us your links where people can find you, and we'll have them all on the show notes anyway. Okay, so the, books, the book is called 21 Tips to Smile, um, and you can, you can download it at bit.ly forward slash 21 T-I-P-S, the number 2, S-M-I-L-E um, and uh, you can reach me I, 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 um, I'm a real estate agent so uh, through the, the website for real estate for realtors I'm on Facebook and Instagram under Tequila Adolf um, any of those links mm-hmm. you can reach me through Okay, so we'll have all these uh, information at the end of the, uh, when it comes to podcast time in the show notes, you know, stuff to find how to connect with tequila. So um, let's, you can do, get you to your close out. How have you found, okay, let's how, how have you found being interviewed on Hearts On Live and uh, what, 
Um, are you enjoying being a part of our community? I found it exciting. Um, A lot of loving um, individuals that um, actually communicate with each other. They support each other in a very um, loving and Christian environment. Mm -hmm. So um, it's an awesome community that you've created, Frazier, and I appreciate you letting me in. Well, I encourage it. Obviously, the whole point of my show is to listen to inspirational stories from different backgrounds. And if you've wanna as I say, if you've enjoyed listening to this Tikida's story and want to connect with her and can relate, please connect with her out with this and uh, have some chat and maybe get her on if you want to get her on your show as well if you have a podcast, uh, I'm sure she'd be happy to oblige uh, and talk about stuff and um what she's going through on your show. And uh, I think one thing I'd like you to, if you're interested, we'd love you to have you on, uh, maybe it's potentially on Hearts on like the Arise with Aloha show in the morning, um, because it may be potentially live or pre-recorded, because she's also, well, she's, not, she's got twins as well. She's got three kids. She's got an older son who's just turned 15, and she's got twins who are about to turn eight. So it'd be, it's quite okay. interesting when I mentioned uh, that you had twins. So um, it might be something, well, mum, you can relate to in some way or form with twins, you know what I mean? Are your twins, awesome. are your twins both, were they female girls, are they both boys, are they mixed? It's mixed. Um, my mother was a boy-girl twin, fraternal twin. Right. Um, and so my twins are are boy-girl. Yeah, So I have. that's interesting. Um, I have boy-girl twins. <laughs> that's a and Eloho has a who she has a boy-girl twin as well. So it's quite fast, quite fascinating. Oh, yeah, that would be. We, I, I bet you we have some similar stories to tell. <laughs> so, yes, please, please tell her to connect with me. Yeah, yeah. Tell her what what what's the truly real life of mother of of multiples. That's always good. All good. All good. Well. Uh, well, everyone, thank you for listening to the interview, and thank you for being on. For those who are on Facebook Live and watched, and maybe I'm not sure if the audio was there or not. But uh, anyway, if you managed to see me live in the studio, what's going on? What I do on a Saturday night? That's great. We obviously will fine tune what's going on here. But uh, but thank you for everyone who was listening, and have a great weekend wherever you are. And uh, do you want to say a quick goodbye? Goodbye, guys, and have a super blessed day. I'm not perfect. I'm not a sin- just a sinner saved by his grace and mercy who's grateful for one more day. I love y'all more. Okay. Well, just to wrap up there for everybody, thank you for being with us and listening, and we appreciate your time, and we'll be back next uh, next Saturday with another guest on heartsonlive.co.uk, Ramsey on Leash, Going Beyond Borders, and um, we're here to inspire, here to help, here to connect and uh, create a nice big community. And uh, if you want to get your brand in Scotland, here's the opportunity, here's the platform. We're happy to help. But anyway, uh, speak to you all soon. Take care and uh, bye-bye now.